Shit. Welcome back to another episode of the Anime Safe Space Podcast. We're on episode 13 this week, correct? Uh, yes. So, yeah. Technically uh, yeah. 14. It would have been 14, but we had some audio mistakes last week. You guys may have noticed okay. we didn't release an episode last week. Um, sorry about that. Our recorder has been having problems. We're using the Discord bot, Craig. It kind of, it's kind of a nightmare to use because it's just been crashing like the last three weeks. Um, we could have re-recorded, but it was almost a two-hour-long episode, <laughs> and we didn't notice it until we were done, and it disconnected halfway through, and yeah, it, it was a mess. Sorry, we just decided to take a break off, though. Um, we don't plan on taking, you know, like a lot of breaks or anything like that, so it uh, shouldn't be like a off an occasion. But yeah, uh, it sucked, too. It was a topic I, we really wanted to do. It was a protagonist tier list uh so we kind of exhausted that so sorry if you guys ask in the future for like a main character tier list or anything like that we already discussed that for like discussing it again demoralized us pretty hard so yeah yeah kind of sucked. <laughs> it sounded, sounded so bad <laughs> but, uh, yeah. a little drunk during that episode so yeah we got like he, we were going at each other's next there guys you know you just missed it like uh fucking javian died during that episode so that's why he's not here again yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be gone again, and he's yeah, and it sucked too. Yeah, we had him last week, guys. We know he said he's gonna come back. We did get him last week. Uh, yeah, he's not able to show up today again. He has more uh, life problems going on. He has more not problems, but you know, bigger things than discussing anime. So uh, he's even learning. though this is the most important thing in the life, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> because because of that episode, we took off. We plan on having a, a good episode this week, right, boys? We got a lot of shit to talk about. Sorry, guys, gotta oh, go. Yeah, I think a lot of shit happened in the last two weeks, but we actually came prepared this time. So uh, I think we can just go ahead and get started. Um, Attack on Titan aired over the weekend and um, season four. And to be honest, I actually wasn't that excited for it until the day of. And then I was like, oh, shit, Attack on Titan season four is coming out. And then I started getting like really hyped for it. And um, it was a good episode. So I think that's besides the point is Mappa. It was a really good episode. I think what the biggest topic of conversation of the newest episode was the opening and that's been pretty uh divisive for people uh i myself love the opening i think it's better than almost all of them maybe uh in contention with sasagio in the first opening but i think it's fucking great um what's your guys's opinions I think that it is fantastic. I haven't watched the episode yet. I've been busy. I am getting ready to move out of where I am currently. But I watched the uh, opening alone right before we started this, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. It seemed a little creepy, a little off-putting, and very confusing, which is perfect. So I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Great song, too. It is, in my opinion, the third best. In the terms of rankings with Sasagio and the first one. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm sitting at too. Uh, apparently, everybody thinks Red Swan's the best one. I'm not entirely sure why. Um, okay. But, well, come on. Yeah. Really? Like, I, I never heard anybody praise Red Swan when it came out. And then, like, all of a sudden, two years later, everybody is acting like it was the greatest opening ever. And I'm like, eh, it, was, it was okay. I mean, I thought it was good. I think that didn't really fit what was going on in that arc either. So I don't know why people like people were saying that this doesn't fit, even though everything that I've seen that's supposed to happen in this coming arc is absolutely like disturbing and like distressing, like the opening fucking encapsulates. And it's literally just wartime and all of that. Red Swan was kind of like slow and sad during a not slow and sad part where it was extremely fast paced and almost entirely the most action in the series up to that point. So I don't know why it was that weird counterbalance to what was going on in the show um so i don't think that really i think that was like the most unfitting opening in my opinion at least for what was going on in the show yeah like during during that time what was what happened let's see so one we get the amazing levi chasing and where instead of you know uh, titans versus humans or titans versus titans we are now having human versus humans which we have not seen at all in the series, which I think was a pretty good, good thing to do. And then what was it? It was he first meet by meet a uh, Kenny. And you get the backstory of Levi too. That was a really fast paced arc. 
So it was really fast paced. It was like Kenny's introduced and well, spoilers for everybody out there, killed off in the same arc. Get the Historia thing. Um, Aaron is captured and then taken back. We have the assault on uh, Wall Maria again, all that. Like all that happened within 12 episodes. And, you know, it's like the slowest fucking opening like in existence. And again, I think it would have fit what was going on now, possibly. Not what was going on there. Yeah, uh, but really like this new opening though just you know just set aside shinsei uh come tech on uh i like i like a lot of the songs i don't listen to them like religiously like i do other bands but i really do like them and i knew that when they said linked horizon wasn't doing this opening i knew people were just gonna flip their shit and of course that's what happened most people are really calling this opening bad and losing faith in mappa and calling it like lazy even though i think this opening very clearly is going to have more stuff added onto it as time goes on um and that's what I think would be very fair to judge it at that time instead of right now. Yeah, like when it's a complete thing. And yeah, I mean, if they do go the whole season without adding shit onto it, then maybe I'll understand. I like the visuals now, but they really don't show anything from the show at all. So if they were to leave it like this, then yeah, maybe I would understand the criticisms. But I think it's very clearly laying out for, you know, a, a live opening, I guess I should say. Dynamic yeah, opening. I- yeah. yeah, what yeah. I like about this opening too is just that it's not all about Aaron and uh, and his gang, right? And, and the Eldians. This is all about Marley. This is pretty much their opening. They're the protagonists in this opening, if you could say. Which I like. It kind of shows the propaganda. Even at the end when the, the song is screaming monster, monster, it's going straight to Aaron. It's showing him. And that's how it, it kind of shows how they see Aaron, the Mar- Marley does. That's that's yeah. a thing that I caught on. Like I said, none of us are manga readers here. So, I mean, again, this is all just like based on assumptions. But what we do know about the manga is that Aaron kind of becomes the bad guy. So, and I think the opening fits that kind of mindset. So, yeah, like I like Jake said, I think this does make Marley seem like the protagonist of the opening. So I thought it was a very, I thought it was a very solid opening. Like opening of the year material or anything like that. I don't know. But... Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, not even no. But I have to review. Like, but is it even the running? I, I don't know. I do think this opening was great, though. One of the best Tekken Titan openings. Uh, but yeah, like I, I don't think it deserves all the hate. Like I said, I think people are setting too much high standards for Tekken Titan in general right now because apparently this arc's coming up that it is supposed to be crazy. And I was thinking about reading it for a bit, but I decided to just hold off and stick with anime only on this. Uh, yeah, people are setting like crazy standards like for Mappa right now. Like they're basically like already play- downplaying them. They're like, there's no way they can animate these later parts. There's no way they can do all of this. And it looks like they're gonna be able to do all of that. And in fact, they even substituted the Titans for CGI, which also that leads me to the next question. How did you guys or yeah. Jake, how did you feel about the CG Titans? You know, they actually looked good. Like if you if you really look at it, like compare them side by side, even the armor titan, like the armor titan looks way more detailed in CG, and the moves were actually p- pretty fluid for CG standards, and it didn't I really take you out. Like people didn't were, really were like, complaining about the beast titan, but at the same time, I was like, it's it's more due to the beast titan's design, not because of the CG. Yeah, like he looks weird in general, <laughs> so. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, was, like most CG, like it kind of like takes you out of the show and kind of like if you put like a picture and then you paint on paste something on top of it that's how it looks like over here it doesn't really look like that which i think is pretty good and i think when we see because the only spoilers i know about the fights that are going to go on later on and i would like to see them animated in cg and then give my final opinion on that well and it sounds like from at least from the panels i've seen in a lot of stuff i do think cj is completely necessary (laughs) At times like these, yeah. like there's just there's limits to animation, and people gotta understand that. I was like, there there are some things that have to be done in CG because otherwise you're gonna have them drawing the same shit over and over and over again. Like it you can do it in 2D, but do you have any idea how hard that's gonna be to get done on a weekly show? Uh, it it's yeah, especially and it's, it's people gotta understand how animation works is really what I'm saying. So. Yeah, even with Mappa, the, Mappa, they didn't really have that much time to animate this in the grand scheme of things yeah like i know this is a separate portion of mappa that's doing the show and they're doing like um jujutsu kaisen and stuff right now but those are separate teams but there is still like like a counter uh, or counter um what would you call it like there there is a 
intertanglement between all the teams in there. It's like there there is limited time on this production, whether people like think that or not. And I think it's impressive that they're getting this done within getting it announced in the same year. Like what we knew season four was happening back in like May. What, like seven months later? It's like that's impressive that they're getting this shit done right now with the amount of shows they're doing. So like and I'm also biased. I just really like Mappa. (laughs) So, yeah, I thought the CG looked fine. Yeah, we'll just see as time goes on. I think maybe three, four episodes, we should be getting into a good, I think, a good arc or the exposition will stop. We'll stop and we'll start getting into the real story. So, too, yeah, tell you need to watch the episode soon because, yeah, I, it was really good, is what I was saying. It was, yeah, those are really good because yeah, it was a really good episode, especially like, I'll be it, I'm not entirely sure what's happening. I'm sure it'll be explained, but I mean, that's also what's good about it. You're kind of just thrown into this like time skip shit. You kind of have to piece together what's going on yourself. And I thought that was really cool about it. So, fucking great. I'll definitely be able to take it a look after after this weekend. So, I'm going to have a lot more time on my hands. So, I'll be able to watch more anime in general. Or you can finish Gintama. Let's lead on to the next point, boys. Oh, that's a good segue. Specifically, just me and Ethan. All right. How do you like it? New trailer has just dropped for Gintama. One one minute and 50 seconds long. How'd you like Fuck. it? I didn't like it, Jake. I fucking loved it. That's what I um, like to hear. Yeah, like as somebody who hasn't read um Aftermath of Gintama, I'm super excited regardless. I know Jake's read it and I know a lot of people have read it. Um, I intentionally have held off on reading it because I want to see it animated. Because I've stuck only with a Gintama anime. And uh, the movie looks fucking beautiful. Like, Gintama isn't exactly known for its high production value or anything like that. So just seeing Gintama looking this good in the movie is just going like, to make me super excited. Because it's like they're putting a lot of love and care into it. The fights are going to be great. The jokes are hopefully going to be fucking great. I'm hoping for a Demon Slayer <laughs> uh, joke in there. Which yeah, uh, I know cool. apparently... Um, Gotegi, the mangaka for um, Demon Slayer, I probably butchered that name, I'm sorry, uh, is inspired by Gintama and Sodachi, and that's why they started uh, writing manga. So I thought that was a pretty cool side note. So I am hoping for a Demon Slayer reference in there. But uh, So what I've been hearing and what I've been seeing is that there actually is one. Because there's a lot of a uh, there's a lot of um so what I've what I've seen, like the tips around, is that there's going to be a lot of like movie only, anime only scenes in that in the show which i'm i'm pretty excited for i mean they've been doing that like there's a lot of jokes in the manga that don't work in the anime because you know specifically it's manga related jokes and then anime related jokes yeah but i'm gonna be excited especially with the <laughs> the new demon slayer movie i really do hope it's gonna be a good joke i think it'll be a great joke and tama loves doing its parodies justice but Aside from that, I think the biggest note on your on the topic of music again uh, does inspire our returning to Gintama, and we've got to hear snippets of their songs. The Does song sounds fantastic. I just love Does. They are total encapsulments of what Gintama is about, in my opinion. I think Spires, I can also great one, and they have the Gintama feel. But I think Does is like the Gintama band to me, at least. And yeah, like, you can go either or. Return. Yeah, like, I mean, you can go both ways with them. It's like there's different spectrums. Like, does has that fun, Intama crazy attitude with them. And then Spire has the, you know, of course, the fucking uh, Shinsen Gumi. Uh, no, I just messed that name up. Um, Curtis of a Nation, stuff like that. Like, all the serious feels to them. Spire has all of that. So it's like two ends of the same coin. And uh, I think it's just great that they're both in the fucking movie. And both their songs are just beautiful. I'm super excited to hear I'm like it, the full thing in the movie. I know I'm going to be emotional during that because I love Gintama. I uh, really want to rewatch it one of these days. Yeah, so uh, I'm just surprised Spire was able to make another like ending type song considering I Want to Be was a really good way to end it off. Oh, I know. Like, I'm surprised they actually did it. They did a fantastic job just from the little snippets that we've heard. It really just sounded like another ending opening song. Which I like. And of course, yeah. we're biased here. Uh, I mean, me and Jake are huge Gintama stand. So, of course, we're just going to be sucking its dick this whole time. But Gintama's even great. Even if it's bad. Yeah, even if, even it's, if bad, it's bad. Still, I'm still going to suck it. it. <laughs> but all the, it's all the signs. It's impossible for me to 
dislike the movie, but go ahead. Yeah, it's gonna. It's really hard to like displease because already just from the trailer, it looks good. The animation director was the same person that did a, a famous fight in the the first movie, the reimagine of the Benizakura. And that's where we got the legendary Bakudu. I uh, you know the Does song with Katsuda and Gintoki just going up. Yeah, that one. And that same person that animated that is back. So they literally got the whole fucking squad back on this movie, and I'm like super excited because you know they care about Gintama. So they they great. care about the yeah they care about it even like even when they ended it like they told us like you know we just didn't have time, <laughs> and they still put out some genuinely good stuff, and that's what I like, even if it was a joke. And they're also doing the semifinal. I saw going in before that. Um, I think that is just supposed to like. I know there's like 50 or so chapters in between like the ending of the show and the actual ending of the manga. So I am glad they're doing a semifinal just to bridge that gap, kind of lead into it. Um, so I'm looking forward to those too. So I'm just looking forward to more Gintama in general. Like, Gintama needs to catch up so he can gush over Gintama with us. I do. I do. You realize how great of a show it is and you're not even to the, the great arcs yet. I know. I'll catch up before the movie way. comes out. I, I will do that. Sir, oh, yeah, uh, that's enough Gintama praise from here. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and it's another show. Uh, right sure, now, I'm, I'm watching, <laughs> we'll, we'll plug that later. Don't worry, uh, right <laughs> I just now, plugged it right now. <laughs> right now, I'm watching, uh, rewatching Tora Dota. I'm doing the apparently, it's an actually bigger thing than I thought. I saw like one person do it on Twitter, and I thought it was an interesting idea. Watching uh, one episode a day starting on December 5th. So you'll end the show by the end of the year, and you'll also be on the Christmas episode by um, Christmas Eve. So I'm doing that, and it's making me realize how much I love the show again. Like I really genuinely think my top three will never be broken, which is Monogatari, Gintama, and um, Totodota. Yuta Camp is up there tied with everything else, but I have a huge bias towards that, so I kind of leave it out. But I really think this rewatch is just going to solidify Totodota at its like third spot for me, because show too much I, i'm realizing more things that are happening in the show than that i keep forgetting about the first time so that is also kind of leading into this question i wanted to ask you guys um what shows do you guys think have the most rewatchability uh definitely toradora as you said yeah, obviously i think toradora can be rewatched like infinitely in my opinion i oh, love it every time I think the thing that like sets aside shows that have rewatchability is whether or not they have a good ending to it not just like cliffhanger endings or shitty endings that were threw together or anything else like that. Soul Eater. Exactly. Even though I do have a friend out there that rewatches Soul Eater every year at Halloween, and I just don't understand how she can do that. I would, I would see the, I saw the flaws in it the first time I watched it, much less the, I don't know, 10th time rewatching it. Um, I think a show that I think would be a very, very, very good to rewatch is uh, Origaru. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I wish I could erase that from my memory. I wish I never watched it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, probably not for a long time. But uh, I think shows like Monogatari, especially with the amount of uh, metaphors and symbolism that they have throughout each season and how they reference everything past or or future, I think it's a really good because especially you can see the little tiny details that you don't really see on a first watch. And even with Monogatari, you have to like rewatch scenes in order to get it to fully grasp the the whole thing. I think that's well, I would point. agree, but as someone who's only seen the show once, uh, I don't know if I can vouch for that. I mean, of course, I agree because obviously it's meant to be rewatched, and I rewatched uh, certain arcs multiple times. Um, but it's weirdly enough. I love Monogatari so much. I've just never had the urge to rewatch it yet. I do plan on doing it next year. But yeah, it's just one of those weird cases for me. It's like a lot of my favorite shows I don't rewatch. Um, but yeah, do you have an actual answer, Till? Like a actual show you had? Um, I didn't really have anything, but uh, one popped in my mind because I have rewatched it. Was Death Parade? That was a pretty fun one to rewatch. I watched it again when I. That was the first anime I watched with my mother. And it was pretty cool to rewatch that and see like the little snippets here and there of things that you like kind of didn't notice the first time, as you do with any rewatch and stuff, because 
you don't realize the whole point of the anime until the very end of it and going into it knowing the point of the anime and the purpose of the arbiters and all that sort of stuff without giving too many spoilers like being able to rewatch it and see those things you can kind of tell a little bit more in there like what what's going on behind the scenes a lot better i remember the first time i watched it when they were uh i forget the head arbiter the old dude and like the lady that played that they play pool i remember that pool scene i was just lost first time i watched it but the second time it was a lot better because i understood what was going on and what the debates were about and everything so that would i guess be my answer for it you know an aside i've just realized like how much i've rewatched like three shows one punch man season one i've rewatched three times full metal alchemist brotherhood i've watched twice dubbed and one time in sub and then assassination classroom I watched both dubbed and sub. I think that's it. I know you rewatched Ass Class. That's how my uh, rewatch was soon. I did watch it, but it was kind of like back to back, like three months. Yeah, well, so. for me, uh, aside from Toto Dota, which I'm on my third rewatch, um, guess the shows I most rewatched, same as Jake, One Punch Man Season 1, which I think I'm up to five at this point. Um, it's just a fun show to look at. It's just because, yeah, anytime I want to like watch something with my friends or my family, because my dad loves One Punch Man, we'll just throw it on and watch it. So I've seen that show so many times through. Uh, uh, the obvious uh, answer that's coming here is Uticamp for me. I'm on my third rewatch of that as well. Uticamp, I think I can rewatch that over and over. And once I finish this current rewatch I'm on, I'm going to do another one before season two comes out. That's just how obsessed I am with the show. Uh, there's some things you do miss in there, but it, obviously at the end of the day, it's just more for my enjoyment. But, um, the biggest one I would say, I think the show I've technically rewatched the most just because of how much content there is and how much I've rewatched every episode is ReZero. I've seen the whole thing twice and um, I rewatched the second time the director's cut. And then for season two, I rewatched every episode twice. So technically, I guess that's like the most I've seen. And it was all this year, too. Mind you, I've watched ReZero for the first time this year and then rewatched it again. That's just how much I think the show, like that's how deep I think it is. But the second time you do miss a lot, too. Or um, like, and there, I know the third time that I'm going to watch it, there's going to be even more things that I missed, like subtle expressions and passing statements and things that matter later. So I just really like rewatching shows for that kind of stuff. And again, back to Toto Dota, that's primarily what I, why I like the show so much. I don't know what it is specifically with like Toda Dota, but like I tend to forget a lot of the show watching it. And I think that's a good thing because then it just feels like a new experience again. And a lot of times, like in a lot of shows, I get that same feeling. Like even in Toda Dota, I like get worried about some parts. I'm like, oh, are they not going to see each other again? Or are they not going to end up together? Or is this going to go wrong? And then I'm like, wait, I know the fucking ending of the show. So why am I questioning this? But I think it's a good thing to do that. I think it means it's a good show if you're able to have that feeling again. Tell you hear this nerd? Uh, I do, but I also can agree with him. I was so. gonna say he agrees, man. That's his favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I have rewatched Totodora in the past like three months, actually. Yeah, I plan That's on rewatching it and catching up and joining you for your daily episode. I'll catch up on that as soon as um, you know, get all the other stuff out of the way that I got going on, but. Oh, you know another show that's great to rewatch, no matter how many times. Oh, which one? And blue. And blue. Goddamn right. Again, only I, I only seen it once. Every single time. <laughs> yes. Once, but I do want to. I I also forgot I did rewatch that. <laughs> this shit's too funny. I watched it the first time, and then I and then I read the manga again, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" I forgot about all of this, and I still laughed my ass off. And then I went and rewatched a couple episodes, like from the manga that I handpicked, and still laughed my ass off. It is just too funny. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to rewatch Grand Blazing because, again, like that's also one of those things. I, I think there's a lot of rewatchability in that because I think it'll always be funny. I just haven't got around to it. Um, very weird when it comes to my rewatches. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, there's a lot of good shows. Like if you guys don't rewatch shows out there, I do suggest it. I think a lot of times, at least for me, plays of games and rewatches of shows are when I enjoy it more. Like for Persona, my 
I, I loved the game even more when I replayed it for the second time. Like I thought my second playthrough was the better uh, playthrough. And Tota Dota, I didn't love it nearly as much until my second watch through, which then I was like, yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite shows ever now. So, and, and I loved it before too. I mean, it was still top five, but then after I rewatched it late, earlier this year, I was like, oh, this is definitely up there again. And then I'm not even five episodes into my new rewatch. And I'm like, yeah, this is one of my favorite shows of all time. I just know it's going to keep doing that like over and over. Yeah, like I, it's just good when shows can do that. So, yeah, like if you guys don't rewatch shows out there, I definitely highly suggest it. You guys got any other shows? Mm. I think so. K on <laughs> when I do my annual uh, K on rewatch, probably in the next like five months. I think that's when I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it over the summer. It's probably gonna be a a banger. I suggest you guys watch it if you haven't. If you love Slice of Life, um, yeah. currently talking to the one that his name is Kazu. <sighs> yeah, I'll get around to it when you watch Laid Back Camp. I'm gonna say the English name for you just so you can actually watch it. I'll say the English name too. K on. <laughs> you got me there. Well, since I was praising Toto Dota so much, and I don't think we've had this conversation before, I do want to transition into what your guys' favorite like romance anime are, aside from Toto Dota, since I know we're all just going to praise Toto Dota. <laughs> yeah. We brought up harems earlier, in case you guys do remember talking about like romance anime. We talked about harems. Um, so I do want to know like your favorite romances, though. Which you can bring it, harems Shit. into this conversation, of course, but... Shit. <laughs> Yeah, you got me there. I gotta think. School DXD. <laughs> I mean, that's like, the, I mean, it is. Arab. I did do that count too. So. Fight scenes, baby. Yeah, those tough yeah. fight scenes, baby. Especially the climax, which you can't. You can only see on Blu-ray. I know people are gonna be like expecting us to say like Clanad and shit like that. Uh, none of us have seen Clanad, so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Um. And for me, I yeah, I've seen like a lot of the throwaway romances, like gamers <laughs> and <laughs> shit like that, or like seasonal romances. Like for me, like the biggest one I've seen so far is Totodota. And then, of course, my favorite manga is Kaguya. So I think that's my favorite aside from Totodota, Kaguya sama. I just love every character in there and I love all the romances aside from just uh, Miyuki and Kaguya's. Like, it's just a great series. I highly suggest everybody to go out and uh, watch or read that show. Oh yeah, that's definitely my top. Now that you mention it, be Kaguya-sama. Besides Toradora, and Kaguya is so good. In fact, that the upcoming arc has a very good chance in the anime to, I if not surpass Toradora, depending on how good it is. So, and yeah, and you heard how much I was praising Toradora earlier. That's how good Kaguya is. So I was specifically talking about the manga for Kaguya, though. So. Yeah, no, this upcoming arc for it is going to be banger. It's going to be great. Domestic girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know, I knew you weren't even being serious about that, man. I knew oh, you yeah, how much you were praising that show when it, when it first came out. You were like hyping it up and telling me it was great at everything. And then it was just a downhill roller coaster from there. Yeah, it was pretty bad. My tastes were uh, not as refined as, as they are now. I thought uh, you were going to mention that one that you've been either reading or watching. I forget what you said, but like all you I need in a life romance. is a stepsister or something. <laughs> that's, a oh, that's, a, that's a comedy. That's yeah. a comedy. That's, that's definitely just a comedy, I think. With some romance, I'll say in quotation marks. Uh, Wotakoi, I think, is a very interesting look at, at romance. It's a, I, I do want to rewatch that, actually. I think it's a very interesting take on you would call it real life romance. Yeah, well, except it's like uh, you start the relationship like right away and then like work out the kinks, which I always kind of like that trope in anime. I know some people don't, but I always think it's a good, cool trope because you know where they're going from there. You're like, OK, well, they're going to be together. So obviously you don't have to worry about that part. Now you just have to see them do cute shit together. I love that about what to And uh, another show that does that actually that's airing right now. Onikawa. Oh, Tony Kawa is, is it makes good. me want to have a girlfriend again. <laughs> yeah, no, it reminds you of the loneliness. I think it's a very dangerous show for anybody to watch because, like, 
it's just a lot of wholesomeness. I think it's it's extremely great too. Like it's super unrealistic, and I don't mean just from like the haha, you guys are never gonna have this fact. I mean, the dude dude gets hit by a truck in the first episode, and then confesses his love to a, a girl while he's bleeding out from the head, and then they get married right away. So that's what I like about it. Sometimes I just like unrealistic shit happening because it sets up for interesting premises, interesting uh dialogue interesting dynamics and you know they're just the cutest shit ever in that show i just i just really love sukasa and nasa so. i've been wanting to watch it as i'm oh, behind I, on I highly suggest it. i've just seen clips and pictures and everything it just it warms my heart at the same time of making me want to destroy my own heart because oh yeah it's dangerous to watch but i'm like i'm behind on it right yeah. now and it's like and i'm like debating on like if i want to watch it because i'm like it's gonna make me so happy then realize i'm like well, you know, that when I see happiness like this, I'm like, well, you know, fuck me, man. This is uh, depressing. It's going to happen. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Another yeah. one popped in my mind, well, unless you had something to say. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, your name. Decent romance. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think people know my opinion on your name if you, like, follow me on Twitter and stuff like that. I think it's a very okay movie. Um, I really don't even remember their names. So I don't know if it'd be fair for me to say the romance was good. Um, yeah. I thought it was decent. Um, like, uh, I think like the weathering with you, like dynamic is better. Uh, oh, definitely. I, even though I've only read the weathering with you book, but it's, it was better than your name in my opinion, but still like good. Yeah. Like, uh, Shinkai style, like uh, romances, I do tend to like. He does that, like in a lot of his stuff. I think they're almost all romances. I think he did Garden of Orange, which I don't think is romance, but yeah. he has like that weird style where it's like Romeo and Juliet esque. They come from different worlds. Basically, they did mm -hmm. that in Your Name. They did that in Weathering with You. Um, and I like that. I like that concept, not necessarily for the characters themselves, but like the, the premise that goes down. Yeah, like I do like in Weathering with You. She was like. She was the city girl, right? Yeah. She was the city girl. And he was the country boy. Then in what your name, he was the city guy. She was the country girl. The worlds collide. They learn how to interact with each other. They also learn how to understand each other's world's views, stuff like that. And I really like that. Like, I think it's very important to see stuff like that. And I think your name does tell like a very cool message. Just like understood the, the country life and how important like their family values and stuff like that is. And a country girl she got to understand his friends she got to understand the city life she got to understand just how the world works and the world's much bigger than she thought yeah. so i think it's cool for that kind of stuff not necessarily the romance like I said i didn't care for the <laughs> characters hooking up at the end so yeah i like stuff like that um for i guess another one another romance i like oh. i'm trying to think because like yeah, like I wish I watched Clanet and I do want to watch that soon, but um yes for me, stuff like Angel Beats and uh cover even MMO junkie and stuff like that are like the <laughs> ones I've seen. And I do like MMO junkie despite the fact that nothing happens except for them holding hands at the end, but it's still cute. That's a lot of the shows I've seen apparently. It's like just the random twelve episodes ones that go nowhere are like a lot of the romances I've seen. So uh even then I think even if I watch the bigger ones, because I do plan on watching Kari Kano soon, which I know is a very old uh rom com. And a lot of people love. Um, and then with all these ones that I plan on watching, I don't think they're going to pass toward a Dota, honestly. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I'll have my expectations high, I guess. I don't expect them to be bad or anything. I haven't... I mean, now that I think about it, I, don't, I haven't watched very many romance animes at all, really. I mean, Kaguya-sama and Toradora obviously are like the big two. Besides that, the romance part of anything that I've watched is pretty much like secondhand stuff. It's not the point of it. It's not romance. There just happens to be romance in the anime. Yeah, no, same here. Like focal. Like some people try to consider like Monogatari a romance. I'm like, mm, not necessarily. I was like, honestly, the Adoragi and Hitagi storyline is like secondary to the show. So yeah. and they do that in like a lot of series too. So it is hard to classify like what people would consider romance. So I think it's mostly just when it's the main protagonist being involved in the romance is like what I consider it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Jake decided to go take a shit mid uh, episode. If you guys are wondering where he went. <laughs> yep. But um, uh, you have any other uh, 
romance anime you've even like watched i know you said you don't watch a lot but i don't think so i remember at one point i like looked up because i wanted to watch more i'm pretty sure this was right after i finished toradora i was like nah i need more romance right now um but i don't i don't think i ended up watching any of them like i know <laughs> shout out to jvm but my little monster popped up yeah, well, you want to rant I, about that a little bit. <laughs> I meant like favorite romances, not not bad romances. Uh, I've talked about my little monster a lot, so I don't want to get too deep into it. I just think it's very shallow. The characters are bad and stuff like that. And I think maybe I just had an unfair unfair viewpoint going into it because I did watch it right after Totodota, which you know Totodota is one of my favorites. And Javian decided to say that he thinks my little monster is better, and it was not even close. And that just pissed me off even more because I was like, how dare you say this shit was on the same level as Dota. So I don't know. I just soured like my taste. Like I really did not like My Little Monster. There's a lot more I can get into it, but I'm sure I can have that discussion later on when we talk about like bad shows or whatever in a later episode. But yeah, yeah. Um, um, not a very good romance in my opinion. Um, uh, Go ahead. Hello. All right. So after I've taken a very good trip, down memory lane and looking at Reddit. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Um, Gintama movie is going to have special Demon Slayer illustrations card given to the viewers. And there's most are, likely well, going to are, be a are, skit. Are you just ignoring the romance topic we're having at hand? Yeah, I am. All right. That was it. Okay, well, thank you for the random Gintama segue, Jake. You know, right, you're all, you truly making this a shit show, like always. Sorry. <laughs> Since it's going to shit show, I know Tell mentioned he had a last resort topic that was going to be shitty. I actually kind of want to hear it, Tell. Uh, uh, do you want to hear that? Or as we were talking, I actually came up with another topic that is actually pretty good. All right, well, let's go into that one first. <laughs> all right, well... I've been reading, I don't know if I've said it, I think I have, but I've been reading uh, Yodra Senki or um, the Saga of Tani the Evil. And I have officially gotten past what the anime finishes off at. So I decided to go take a look at the anime and see how that plays out. I also at one point checked into the manga a little bit to see you know, how similar it was to the novels. I was reading the actual light novels, the original source. And... I was genuinely disappointed with how they strayed so far with the original source in both the manga and the anime. Uh, and so uh, my topic, I guess, or whatever we can talk about is animes that do that, that just stray completely from the source and upset you or maybe did better. Yeah, so I'm going to be honest. I haven't read enough read enough manga to even give an answer to that all i know is tokyo oh, ghoul i can well you can i guess maybe like um disappointing adaptations maybe for you i don't know i have you said uh also ones that strayed but maybe in a good way right till i have one uh, yeah away it, in it, a good way in a good way that's that's fine too but just straight from the original yeah. source in general the first one that came to mind for me was glaifnir i've mentioned it before the final episode of the show did not happen in the manga at all and yet they've managed to explain the character's backstory and why he acts the way he does and the manga hasn't even done it yet and gave us a better fight than the manga's done and the fights in the show are longer than the manga and they had certain characters die and like character things that go on that didn't happen in the manga and honestly i think it's better the show to do those kind of like liberties because it looks like at least from what i'm understanding at least is um a lot of the stuff that happened in the manga he kind of didn't want to happen i guess or kind of wants to backtrack so in the anime they're kind of correcting that and i think that's honestly better like i said it, it really gave us a lot more context of what's going on in the story than the manga has because i still don't know what's supposed to be happening in the manga but the anime is making it more clear so i mean yeah definitely glaipnir you guys should definitely watch glaipnir uh all you listeners out there Good show mifune cute as hell yeah i'm only five episodes in <laughs> you haven't finished it i haven't finished it sorry i got I mean, it's, it's not like a fantastic show or anything but i think it was good for this year Hell, you got a number. I have a sister's all you need that I have to finish. 
That's taking a lot of my time. I have to go I one episode at a time for various reasons. <laughs> Can't imagine what those are. No, I was going to say, and also for me, like Ivy mentioned before, I'm one to like forgive like adaptations because I think some of them are allowed to take liberties because that's what makes an adaptation a good one is where you can make it your own. Like I don't want necessarily things to be one for one. Um, like Yudu Camp is a one for one and adaptation of the manga, but I think it does it fine. Like other shows, I don't think it'll work out. Um, like there, there are some things you got to cut. There are some things you got to add to make it better. Um, and like I said, Gleipnir is like a good example of that. A Tokyo Ghoul is not a good example of that because they cut out way too fucking much. <laughs> and, uh, and things like, yeah, like Tower of God. Um, pretty sure you read it, right, Till? And yep. from my understanding, they cut out like 60 <laughs> chapters worth of content in season alone. Uh, yeah, they did cut out like a pretty decent amount of it. But honestly, I, I think that it, they were able to work it pretty seamlessly skip everything but it, it still worked out i mean you don't misunderstand anything or like it it, it still sets up well it still goes streamless but i say that as somebody who watched it first then went back and read it so it might be polar opposite for people who read it first and then watched it and were just upset by it this might be cheating for me but uh the danganronpa anime i think is a ad adaptation like they it's an example of cutting way too much or like just a game not translating well to an anime because uh, half the shit doesn't make sense. And that's because the game is almost 20 hours longer than the fucking anime is. So they, they just can't explain anything well. And I did watch the anime before the game. So maybe that soured my taste of the anime even more when I saw how better the game was. Uh, stuff like that. And just get, game ad adaptations in general are just the biggest... Uh, their biggest flaws are always just leaving out too much or not being able to do the fucking game justice because they try too hard to be like the game or they try too hard to be their own thing and it never works out. Yeah, like Phoenix Wright. <laughs> you know, oh, that, yeah. had an that has an anime. <laughs> yeah, I think almost everybody forgot it had an anime. Hey, no, 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 no. You never has that pop opening. Was a good opening. Was a pretty good opening. Should have put it on the list. Yeah, that, I remember watching that show. I was just like, why am I watching this? I've done playthroughs of this like three times already. It's like, it's so infuriating to watch sometimes. Yeah, like, so that's just with every video game anime. It's, they're, they're almost always never good, except for the Persona 4 anime. I highly suggest everybody go watch that. Now, do you watch Golden or oh, not do you Golden. watch both? Just a regular, honestly, not golden. There you go. Because then you get that, the famous King's Game scene. Oh, yeah. They freaking play Mass Destruction. What are you saying, Tell? I was just going to say, uh, I don't know. I haven't read the manga or not, but I know that I'm pretty sure uh, Sword Guy, I remember watching that with JV, and I think we might have talked about it before. And Javian, but first season of that was like really good and like thought that it could be like a really good anime. And then the second season, like the very first episode, it just throws away everything that happened in the first season, doesn't even matter anymore, and basically restarted a new anime. Fairly sure that differed from source material, whatever the source material was, unless it was made, unless it was just anime only, it was made purely, but I don't, I doubt that. So that might be able to fit in the category, but. I have no idea about the source material or not. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm trying to go based on like things I've actually read because I there was a lot of anime I've watched that I disliked, and that's because apparently they strayed from source material. But of course, I can't give my actual opinion on that. Like to Tokyo Ghoul, I know we've we've been shitting on it, but none of us have actually read enough of it. I think I read like first season or so when I was in like middle school, so. But of course, that's not enough to gauge how bad it was. So I think everything I've seen, at least for uh, when they stray from the adaptation, they do it good. Like Kaguya, they've cut out a good amount of chapters, but I think the anime is doing better than the manga with cut content. So I think, like I said, you can cut things from the source material and still be good. 
Yeah, definitely in Kaguya-sama's instance as well, just because all that is independent. It's not, I mean, there's like a linear story to it, obviously, but early on, it's just every episode can be, or every chapter can be completely separate than the one before. So pretty easily can take take stuff out and still do it pretty great. Yeah, um, still looking. I oh, I guess Corpse Party. I read the manga for uh, Corpse Party, all of uh, that and Book of Shadows and like the sequel to that. And um, the anime or the OVA, I guess, which is like five episodes long, fucking awful. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. They don't even attempt to like try to end it the same way. Like, again, it's like one of those things like, well, we're an OVA. We need to have uh, our own ending. We need to have our own things happening. And uh uh, I'm just going to spoil it for you guys now. The main character ends up getting teleported to like a different place because they have to do like a ritual to get to a cursed school and exercising ghosts. It's a long story. And when they're leaving or whatever, after most of their friends died, it's two girls, one guy, and they all hold hands to chant. And so they can teleport back to the place that they chanted from. But the main character is holding a piece from a different school because they came there with another person that was from a different school. So he ended up getting transported to another school with his arms ripped off. So he bled out and died. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I was like, what the fuck is that ending? And he was the main character, too, like, in the, the series. So, stuff like that. I don't think doing things like that are, like, good to add, like, shock factor or anything like that. It's just it's just a dumb decision. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, on that note, you guys should watch Corpse Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, for the most part, all the adaptations I've seen from the manga I'm reading, I like both. I don't think there's any like the things I've noticed that are like missing from the show don't bother me really. So, damn, uh, I could I could rant a lot about Yojo Sen Senki if I wanted to, but there, I can just say some main points was something that basically started another war within the war that's going on. Like a major turning point in the novels was a submarine sank. But in the anime and the manga, it somehow lived. And they introduced a new character that's dead in the in the novel and made him into some like future villain. Or made him out to be some future villain. And they and also another precedence of the novel is that like the main character is Tanya. She's up against like being X throughout it and hates him. But in the anime or and the manga it seems like they just kind of like coexist and she's fine with it and there's no big deal about it. Like she doesn't particularly like him. She doesn't hate him either. Like in the novel, she curses his name like every five seconds, but in the anime, it's just like, Oh yeah, you know, being X, he put me here. kind of sucks. But there was just a lot of stuff in it that as I was, especially in the manga, the manga pissed me off. I, I had to stop reading it, but it just differed so much that I couldn't bring myself to do it, so now I'm just sticking with the novel. Hell yeah. Well, I'll be the judge of that when I get to Yodo Senki in like five years. <laughs> I don't know when I plan on watching it, but please soon. Yeah. But you want to bring up that shitty topic now? Can't be any shittier than anything we talked about today. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it really wasn't half of a topic. It's just something I've been obsessing over, and I've noticed that other people have been picking up on as well. But please don't bully me. Nagatoro is popping off right now. And people I'm are... actually two chapters behind. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, dude, the newest chapter was good. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It wasn't as good as the temple one, but it was still pretty dang good. I've just seen yeah. a lot of stuff like picking up about it a lot more. I don't know, conversations picking up on Twitter and Reddit a lot. It's definitely going to be uh, another Uzaki situation, I think, with that. Uh, people are already like trying to call Nakatoro black, but that's a, that's a side point. I'm uh, super excited for the anime and super excited to read the new chapters because I, I just read Nagatoro on a whim, kind of as like like as a ha-ha joke, I'm down bad reading Nagatoro. No, it's great. I love Nagatoro. Uh, it, I benched it all in one sitting up to 65 when it was out. Yeah, over the summer, I think. Yeah, it was fucking great. 
uh, Jake, you need to read Nagatoro and watch the anime. It's genuinely so much better than I was expecting. And it's supposed to be one of those self-insert like stories or manga where you're supposed to put yourself in the protagonist's shoes. Nah, I don't want to put myself in Paisen's shoes because he's too good of a fucking character. <laughs> Paisen, unironically, my god. Yep. Nah, it's, it's a really good show. Or manga, as of just right now. I'm enjoying the hell out of it, and I'm following a, the Nagatoro subreddit, and people are just going absolutely insane, especially over the latest chapter, but it's, uh, it's lining up to be a pretty dang good one. I'm, I'm excited to see how they do with the anime, because the beginning of it definitely wasn't very strong. I'm sure you can agree, Ethan. Yeah, it was just the same gimmick for the first 20 chapters, and it got a little tiring towards the end of that. Yeah, I nearly dropped it because of just the monotonous of it and everything, but I think that already having the material out and like knowing what's coming in the future, that they could do a really good job in the anime and kind of maybe pick up on pieces that was left out or maybe do a better job in the beginning to make the people keep interest in it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a interesting topic. I thought it was gonna be like a question or you know, like telling us like our hottest uh, anime woman or like my brother has been pestering us uh, hottest anime lolly. <laughs> You're going to not do that for various legal reasons. Um, well, my answer is Shinobu though, but um, <laughs> that's besides okay, the anyway. point. That's besides the point. Uh, I mean, if you want to run along with it and do a little side tangent, you can say what shows were just so slow in the beginning that you almost or did drop. Ooh, uh, I, I know there's like some in like the back of my mind that cowboy is a really i didn't like drop it because it was slow but cowboy did really have a slow start okay i can agree you with do that. camp has an extremely slow start but that's what i like about it just want to put that out there <laughs> extremely slow and i love that i'm trying to think of another show that actually has like a slow start that almost made drop it though because i don't tend to drop shows um but I'm trying a to King's think. Game or what a King's Pride, something like that. Is that what the show was called? Assassin's Pride. I dropped Assassin's that now because it was slow because it was just <laughs> fucking stupid. Explain, explain to why we dropped it. Because we well, dropped it at the same could, time. This could go to the adaptation portion, but again, we haven't seen the original adap- uh, source material, but I don't think we fucking need to. Uh, they cut out a whole entire fight, supposed to happen in episode four out of nowhere, and then time skips like randomly too, without, you know, warning. <laughs> and uh the plot was also going nowhere it just felt like an edge towards fantasy i was not being slow though like so that's just a side tangent that was just being a bad show but what i've heard is that like oh, they okay just... actually I have a sorry really good one monogatari I almost dropped monogatari because i oh, i'm yeah, sorry okay. i'm actually not the biggest fan of Hitagi crab i do like it now but i really was bored out of my mind watching it the first time like i was not really interested in the show until um hachikuji stuff even then, I was like, eh. Uh, I wasn't super interested, again, until the comedy part, and then that's when I was like, alright, I'm on board with the show. But Super slow to the point that I almost dropped it, honestly. In the first episode, I almost dropped Monogatari. Glad I did it. Yeah, I almost, yeah, I almost dropped it until I saw this beautiful, beautiful waifu that's sitting on my my, uh, my table right now. I would have dropped the show if it wasn't for her. Trotsky. Well, you were in the show for almost 20 episodes at that point because she doesn't show up until end of Nisei. So, I mean, I think you're <laughs> planning on dropping the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you told me it was good. So I was going to go watch it. At the big uh, bucket was kind of slow, but I was like, eh, I probably guess better. Yeah, I, it was slow for me, too, when I first started it. But because of how how much Ethan had hyped it, hyped it up for me, I was just kind of like, I'll sit through it. It's supposed to it's supposed to get good later on and it didn't take very long for me to like get into it and try to kind of understand what it is. Also very similar with Gintama. It it did have a pretty slow start, but the humor kept me reeled in and then some serious arcs started coming in. And I know I haven't even got to the good stuff yet, but yeah, you're still starting up, Taylor. You haven't gone past the slow start. <laughs> Same with no, Gintama yeah, for I me. Know. Yeah. Same with Gintama for me. I wasn't planning on dropping it only because I promised to finish it because I got Jake to watch Monogatari. But had that not been the case, I possibly would have. Because I really did think at the beginning that slow burn. Like I appreciate Gintama's comedy now, but it's hard to get into at the beginning. Yeah. It's like a lot of character-based comedy, and you don't know the characters yet, so you kind of have to take your time to get used to them. 
I do understand why some people dislike the beginning, but uh, to me now, I love the beginning, and I also am happy I didn't drop the show. I'm glad that I was forcing myself to continue because it's fucking great. It's a great show. Yeah, you got you didn't do what I did until you got to the like the two hundreds. I just grinded through it. I know it took a year on the first two hundred episodes, and that was mostly because I just don't like watching long shows. But like I said I got sick one day, uh, one week. Binge it all. I binge the last two hundred <laughs> episodes, and it was a fucking great week. Honestly, Gurren Logan was one that I nearly dropped, but I had to stay really? with it. Yeah. I mean, right. it had. It, opening. Like, it wasn't. Fast. Yeah, I, I know. It, it, it's, it had a good opening, but like it kind of lulled there for like in the middle of it a little bit. I, I stayed with it because I was on a trip without Wi Fi, and that was the only thing I had downloaded to watch and keep me busy. And then. I mean, it, it didn't take long for me to get back into it and enjoy it again, but like, it was a time there where I seriously was considering, like, mm, I don't know if I like this or not. It's kind of, I don't know, a little slow. But turned out to be great, obviously. Yeah, I watched three episodes of Naruto filler, and I just didn't like it, so I dropped it. Well, actually, another good one. Uh, I do like these episodes now, but when I first watched Made in Abyss, I was not huge on the not Abyss stuff. So, aka the first four episodes, wasn't huge on it the first time. I love it now. I'm rewatching the show, and I think it's more. I think it's super important to the show. When I first watched it, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I want to continue." Glad I did again. Glad I glad I stuck with it. Another one, JoJo's. Definitely nearly dropped that one, but if it wasn't for Jake keeping me into it, just because that first season was decent, yeah, the first but it just wasn't. Oh, I did drop Jokos because of that first season, so you got you got me there on that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, it's more or less like it's it's not what JoJo is. And that's what the first season pretty much is. Yeah, it it confused me too because I had seen stuff about the stands and everything. And then I get in, it's all talking about breathing right, and I was just like, "Wait, hold on, what's going on here?" But then Joseph comes in to take your heart. Yep. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the slow start shows, though. Again, like don't bother me. I don't tend to drop shows for being slow. I just tend to drop them if they suck. And uh, I've only dropped like four things in my life. Maybe I have a lot of things on pause that I really in reality reality did drop, but I don't think the reasoning ever has been for it being slow. To say I think being too fast is what honestly makes me more mad. Like if too much shit happens in the first episode, then I'm like, okay, then I, I, I don't know if I can stick with this. Yeah, Javian here because he does that uh, was four episode or three episode rule or whatever. I no, try to follow the rule and I almost always stick through it. But yeah, I mean, there, and there's a lot of instances where you should stick with the three episode rule. I really do think judging shows based off their one episode rule is kind of shitty sometimes. Like School Live, just a side tangent. If you were to watch School Live on the one episode rule, you would probably drop the show. <laughs> it's a completely different show after the first episode. Uh, so like there's the shows that take on completely different feels later on. So I think you should follow the three episode rule, in my opinion. I try to do what Davian does and try to go four episodes. If I don't like it, I'll watch it later. Way later. I usually do a good job of like watching through the rest of it, even if it's bad or good. Yeah, same here. So I don't think I have a lot of my pause anymore, actually. I am getting through my list, thankfully. Yeah, I still got like 20 shows in my watching list. Oh God! I don't think I have anything on pause. I just have a lot that I either haven't started or, oh yeah, just haven't started or picked up when they came out with like a second season. I like how like I don't know if you guys want. I'm like halfway done with Golden Time, and I just have not watched the rest of it. That's like three. Oh wait, I'm thinking Golden Boy. My bad. No, 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 Gold. Not Golden Time. It's like something completely different. Still gotta watch it, but. Because Javen keeps telling us. Let me see. Uh, Mononoke, I guess it is a slow start, and that's my pause right now. But it's going to be a slow show, so I'm just going to have to get used to it. 
uh, things like that. There's a lot of shows that are supposed to be slow, though. So, again, I'm not going to hold them to that. Let me see. Yeah, I can't really that. Um, on the opposite end of the spectrum, shows that had really solid starts, they got to, and then it went downhill. <laughs> so, <laughs> just another kick in the dick. I, to I, any, any opportunity I find to shit on Odegaru, I will take it. Just apologize right. to all Odegaru fans right, right now. So this is this is our identity as of right now. One, we are Arrow Manga Sensei stands. Two, oh, yes. we're Gintama stands. Three, oh, we yeah. hate the fuck out of Odegaru. <laughs> Oh, I hate <laughs> the fuck out of what I said. And in turn, turn, we also hate it until we watch it. Yeah, we haven't watched it yet. So you're just the, the only per- person who can vouch for it. I'm just yeah, venting I'm all my good. frustrations out about that fucking show. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I, can't, I, we... I can't think of anything else just off of my list. Yeah, I was looking at my list. I couldn't think of anything either. Yeah. Well, I I helped drag it out to an hour now. So yeah, I was gonna say I think we've gone long enough. My throat's getting parched. Um, we can go ahead and go ahead into our usual uh, segment. We haven't discussed this in like uh, three weeks or whatever, so I think we should have a lot. Uh, we've watched a red in the last time. So what have you guys watched a red recently? Um, <laughs> it's all about the same for me. I've just been keeping updated with the manga that I've been reading. Uh, still haven't picked up, uh, re-picked up Berserk since the last time I talked about it. Uh, I have been reading more of Yojo Senki. That's the biggest thing that I have been doing. I'm starting uh, four of the novel here sometime pretty soon, I hope. And then, I don't know, the, the ones that I've been watching for forever, you know, my or reading for forever, My Hero. One Punch, One Piece, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, Nagatoro, Grand Blue. But I think I've mentioned all those before. So, yeah, For me, I guess I mentioned earlier, watching Toradora on my rewatch of it. Uh, I think I'm just doing a lot of rewatches this month because um, I'm rewatching Yudu Camp also right now. Uh, probably going to finish my Made in Abyss rewatch and manga i'm just reading the ongoings which is just chainsaw man and my hero for me really uh behind on kaguya which i do need to catch up on and aside from that i've honestly just been watching horror films just been going back and watching all the classics um again you're probably gonna hear me plug a lot of horror movies on this podcast because it's just what i do in my free time i think i've been watching more movies than that watched child's play this morning friday the 13th part two yesterday and then a few days ago the thing and then a bunch of random other movies um, you guys should watch horror. Great genre. Um, I haven't really added much. Uh, I was watching Adachi and Shimamura. That's a romance. I, I've been liking it so far. I'm on episode nine. I'm caught up. I think it's the only show I've added to my seasonals besides, you know, Black Clover, Fire Force, Haiku, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Tonikawa. So most of my day is pretty much on Friday. Uh, what I've been reading, I haven't been re- reading much. I've been uh, been trying to find some more Vinland copies so I can start reading more of it. But yeah, that's what I've pretty much been doing. No reading for the past like two weeks. Just you know what Ethan's been doing and uh, just catching or just every week Chainsaw Man and My Hero. And speaking of Chainsaw Man, that is most likely coming to an end next week, which we will probably talk about. Not even probably. We will talk about. We will. And hopefully an anime will be announced and we can get discuss that because I'm super excited. Have you uh, watched the latest chapter, Ethan? Or read, read it? Of course I have. Yeah, I read them before they even officially come out. I read the uh, fan translations. Ah, oh, dude, that last scene was whack. Whack as in good or bad? Uh, whack is in good, but also surprising. Well, it's Fujimoto and Chainsaw Man, of course, and I expect the ending to be even crazier than that. So, like, I'm super excited for how it's going to end. I don't want it to end, but it's a great series, and the anime will probably be announced. 
I hope it no. ends with him getting laid. Honestly, he deserves it. And fucking deserves it. it. On that note, yeah, that's been this episode. Uh, sorry if we uh, <laughs> sounded weird. Uh, we're we're going to get everything back together again soon. Like I said, hopefully Fabian can show up next week. Be, uh, like, he, he's dealing with a lot of stuff going on. Um, and we'll have more like set topics. We know that you guys liked that uh, tier list one we did. We did another tier list one last week. Like we are saying, it crashed. Um, it sucks. It was one we wanted to do. Uh, kind of discouraged us from doing a tier list this week because, you know, three tier lists in a fucking row. Kind of sucks and <laughs> draining. Uh, but we'll get back to that soon. We'll also probably do like bracket style stuff. Whatever you guys want, like suggestions, just feel free to tell us. But um, you can tell us over on Twitter at Anime Safe Space. And you can also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Google Podcasts, all at Anime Safe Space. We're all also on Twitter. You can find us in the bio on our uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. All right, guys, have anything, anything else you want to say? think so please get me to 100 followers on twitter get Jake to 100 followers on twitter get me to 3k and make sure to donate to <laughs> us without a to our patreon that doesn't even exist yet just send us money in our dms we'll take them um so you guys can help support us their gotcha addictions not even the show just our gotcha addictions no yeah fuck the show i just want to play i just want to roll